All right, what's going on, good people? You are tuned in live to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, an Instant Classic DJ here and Justin over there as we get ready to review Impact Wrestling's Slamversary pay-per-view that happened on Saturday night, uh, which was fun because we had kind of Slamversary on Saturday, kind of precursoring Money in the Bank on Sunday, which was kind of made for a, a really fun weekend. Uh, it's kind of It kind of made for like one of those weekends where you have like, uh, take over and then you have a you know main roster show. It's kind of kind of one of those full type weekends. But um, before we get into this, we want to be sure that you're able to give us a like, uh, share the video, share the podcast, whatever you want to do. Appreciate everybody for coming by as always. Uh, so we're gonna talk a little slam reverse. We may you know dive a teeny little bit into Money in the Bank just because we may not get a video out in terms of a review until maybe the end of the week. Possibly, I don't know. Uh, still trying to figure that out, but nonetheless, um, we will, or less than none, however you want to say it, we will be back for your Impact Wrestling Slamversary review, DJ and Justin, right after this. Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, they mean always, you mean always, she means always, an Instant Classic. Danny Doug! Hi! <laughs> we will see you on the flippity dippity. Oh yeah! All right, what is going on, good people? Once again, DJ here, Justin over there as we get ready to talk Slammiversary 2021. Which, in an overall thoughts version, Justin, I would say it's a pretty good show. It I, was I, a pretty I, good show. I enjoyed it. I, I, I found myself uh, going back to the fan in me, you know, instead of the critical eye in me or the, the critical wrestling analysis person in me, analyst, I should say, in me. Right. I feel I, I felt like I was I was watching as a fan, which was fun. Um, I saw some comments that, that after the show that I'll you know bring up a little bit later once we get once we dive into the show a little bit about different things that we saw. Um, in terms of of Slammiversary, but overall, I thought I thought the show was good. Um, it had some matches that I was kind of like, oh, okay, but then you know there there were some uh, really good matches I felt like on on the card as well that really kept you kept you going. What was your overall thoughts on Slammiversary, Justin? You know, I really enjoyed this show. Like the build up to this show, I was like really dig you know getting into and stuff. And, you know, it's awesome that we have fans back, you know, like, you know, during this whole weekend, you know, we have fans back at Slammiversary and then we have fans back at Money in the Bank, you know, so it really feels nice to see that fans are back. And, you know, Impact, you know, they really, you know, they do the big main four pay-per-views throughout the year and, you know, Slammiversary is one of those big main four pay-per-views. And usually, you know... That's when, you know, they start getting everybody, you know, everybody in the wrestling world starts talking about impact, you know, so they at least get some big buzz, you know, at least four times a year, which, you know, it's kind of unfortunate for impact, you know, because they're a pretty good company and stuff. But, you know, sometimes, you know, people will look at the LOL impact moments, but no, like people were talking really good about this show and especially that ending, like, oh my, and it was weird because I, I kind of want to talk about the ending here a little bit. Like when they kind of went off the air, it seems like they kind of like had like a little technical difficulty because 
is when I was, you know, because I didn't really watch the show live, but like I saw like somebody like when the show was going off the air, I saw someone slide into the ring. Did, did you see that at the end, like when they cut off? Yeah, I, I noticed that too. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, Carry On Cross is debuting on Raw tonight? Anyway, um, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I saw that too. Um, it was weird. Like, and I don't know if maybe that was the point. Mm-hmm. Like, were they trying to like? Because I because it did leave me feeling like, wait, what just happened? Like, who yeah. is that? What what's going on? And I don't, and I haven't checked Twitter to see if they like posted a little excerpt of it after the fact or like you know after uh, Slammiversary or something, anything like that. I haven't. I never even checked to to see. But yeah, that was weird to me. I was like, what did did they mean to do that? Like, yeah, I wasn't they sure. Already they like the show off, or like <laughs> they're not gonna come back. Like, what's going? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like they were kind of leaving us like on a on a cliffhanger there. Um, but you know, there so there were some people that were at the show live and they kind of like kind of told what happened. So basically, you know, if you guys don't know, you know, Jay White, you know, he showed up at the end there, and it looks like um, so it looks so um, Sean Ross Sapp, he tweeted that so it was Finn Juice they came out and they attacked Jay White, and apparently um, Jay White he hit the finisher on. Um, I think it was Juice Robinson or David Finley. I can't remember. And then he basically dipped out. So, like, I feel like they were kind of leaving us on the cliffhanger. I don't know if, like, they were supposed to do that on purpose or, like, if it was a mistake. You know, somebody hit the, you know, like, oh, go off the air button. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not exactly sure. And, of course, you know, with last night, you know, having money in the bank, you know, <laughs> the LOL Peacock, you know. I mean, it's it wasn't as bad as that. You know, as Pe- what Peacock had going on last night, like. Cancel Peacock right now, um, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting because like like you know is is Jay White going to align with the Bullet Club? I mean, not the Bullet Club, but is he going to align with the Elite? You know, from being from New Japan, you know, is he going to attack Kenny Omega? Like, I was just kind of confused what, what was going to happen there, but it, it was pretty cool though. The ending there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree too, and I kind of wanted to see what people were saying about you know, about this whole thing. And some people were like impact ruin the moment. Some people are like, it's a cliffhanger. So, I mean, who, who knows, you know, who, who knows what it really is, but you know, whatever. But I mean, to, to me, like, I mean, I, I thought it was a good, uh, it was interesting. I mean, we'll, we'll just, we'll just hop down to that moment while we're at it. And we'll just, we'll talk about the main event while we're, while we're on that too, since, since we're already there. Um, Kenny Omega retained the uh, impact. I'm going to say NXT uh, impact <laughs> world championship. And in a, in a really good match, uh, it, it, it was a, it was a, I, I thought a really good match. I, I enjoyed it. Um, like I, I like Kenny in, in the ring. Um, you know, I, I enjoy him from time to time. Uh, I, I think he's done a pretty good job of making me not like him and not want him to be champion. Uh, Cause it's just something about him. Like, you know, all the, you know, press conferences and whatever uh, aside of his thoughts on ring psychology and all of that, uh, like in terms of a heel, I think he does a pretty good job, but he just comes off awkwardly sometimes. But because I, because honestly, in my opinion, I think Dom Callis has been the biggest part of his heel run. I think I think Dom Callis has been bigger in his heel run than Kenny has, you know, personally. And I, I just I just feel feel that that that's true. Uh, whereas I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I, I thought it was good. He, 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 of course, faced off against Sammy Callahan, and I, I love Sammy Callahan. I, I was, I was so excited watching, watching this match. 
Um, you know, I want Sammy Callahan to get another run. I didn't think he'd get it against Kenny, but there was some moments in this match where they did a really good job of making you feel like, man, that you know that that could be a big moment. That could be a big title shifting, you know, type type moment in this match. And I, and I think they did a good job with that, making you feel like it could go either way. Because the thing about Kenny is, Kenny is not unbeatable in, in terms of like these matches. They haven't. Even though they book him really strong and they protect him a lot, he doesn't come off as unbeatable. Like he doesn't come off as nobody can beat him. Uh, he gets oh so close to losing every time, as a heel often does. And then somehow by hook or by crook, gets gets the win and gets the victory and makes you hate him even more. Uh, which I think is is a testament to uh, good good heel work. Um, Don Callis, you know, helped him out as, at one point in this match. There was there was a point in this match though that was weird, like. And I can't remember what it was right off the top of my head, but like it was near the end where it felt like Sammy was going to win, uh, and then they did something. I don't know. It, it, it they did something weird, but was he? Were you talking about that thumbtack spot with that, um, or maybe it was when the ref got knocked out? Yeah, and- it just felt like yeah, that felt like it felt awkward almost. And mm-hmm. number one, like, and and I get why they knocked the ref out because you didn't want him to make the count, but. You wanted to make Kenny seem beatable without actually losing, but I don't know. It was just it was just weird to me. Um, you know it, it, that 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 whole the the ref being out for some reason had some weird moments in it. Uh, mm-hmm. It felt like, but the um the V trigger with the thumbtacks, I, I, I like that. I thought that was, that that was that was good. Um, and he did did it a couple of different ways, which I think he's done that little. Th- I think he did that with John Moxley, didn't he? The thumbtack spot when he. Yeah, um, he- Puts he it did in, that with Moxley. Uh-huh. in his mouth. Yeah. Um, so so th- that that was good. The uh the pizza cutter spots and the four spots get me every time. Uh oh, oh goodness. Uh get me every time, but definitely a good good match, good main event, good way to 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 end the show. You know, Kenny. I I, I mean I think Kenny's done done a pretty good job. I, I, and I and I feel like I think a lot of my animosity towards Kenny is irrelevant to his him as a worker, but more so a lot of my animosity towards Kenny is that AEW has done a terrible job of cross promoting with impact. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's my issue. And and I'm and maybe I'm putting that on Kenny. It's probably AEW management, but it still like still goes there. Uh like I, I just not not a fan um in in that regard. Um it's it just I I, I, I don't I don't know I, I, I we've talked about the partnership before you know and and, all, and, and all of that. kind of speaking of this partnership kind of to go go off topic a little bit here yeah. you know they're gonna be having even you know I think since fans are back you know I feel like they're gonna be having a bigger partnership with these different companies because I think you know they this started kind of sampling you know with the forbidden door but yeah. now I think it's really going to happen because you know we got that little teaser for bound for glory. In a show like Triple A, um, AEW, what else did this show? Maybe Ring of Honor in there. Um, like it showed all these, you know, NWA. It showed all these different promotions, and because I, you know, I feel like they're saving all this big stuff for you know to have fans when we have you know having fans back. But you know, I kind of get want to get on sidetrack there. But what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, what's up? What's up, Andre? By the way, uh, appreciate the. Uh... I'm trying to make sure I get everybody's comments in. Malik commented as well, um, and 
I think Adam, I don't know what Adam's question was because I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. But Adam, I'm getting to it when, whenever I get a get a chance to. But um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I hope there's more with kind of this forbidden. I think uh, I was gonna say WWE. I think Impact has done a pretty good job of showcasing a little bit of everybody. I, I can't remember who had said. Um, somebody had said it, and they were like, "This Impact had just had a show." With of course Impact stars on it, AEW stars on it, NWA stars on it, New Japan stars on it, and was Ring of Honor on there too? I think if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. I, I remember. I mean, I, Chelsea Green, if you want to count that, but gotcha. I, I, Ring of Honor may not have been involved in that. But mm. like you know, all the companies that Impact kind of has working partnerships with came on Impact Television or uh, Impact Pay Per View. And we're booked strong, strongly in some way, or at least mm-hmm. booked competitively in some way, or made as a big deal. Which, like we talked about before, I kind of wish people would treat Impact like they were a big deal. Because here, like, and we, we talked about it before. Like, and it's so funny, uh, and it goes back to something. I wish Casey was here to, to. Uh, I, I wish Casey was here to to hear this. Um, Casey talks so much about how he wants to see more shows in smaller arenas and and lower budgets and all this. And that's all I hear about Impact all the time. Um, And I don't know, Casey never watches Impact, which is weird, which is weird. Exactly. I mean, he used used to watch it so much. You won't watch it. You won't watch it. Shameful. Um, shame on you, DJ. I mean, not DJ. Shame on you, Casey. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll 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 let me know. I'm sure he'll be like, I watch Impact every once in a while. If they would give me a show that I want, um, <laughs> still give, they still give a pretty darn good show. Anyway, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Um, any any other thoughts on the uh, main event? I, I thought. Oh, by the way, I didn't talk about Jay White. I thought that was cool. I, I was I was excited about that. That's that 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 was, that was awesome to see. Um, and I, like you said, I don't. I really didn't see the part about Finn Juice and all that because I think they cut it off on us. Yeah. But I mean, it makes you want to see what's going to happen on on Impact, with especially with all these promotions kind of dwindling in the Impact like that. It kind of makes you think, like, you know, what's going to happen. And they said, you know, this week on you know this go home show of Impact, you know, there's going to be more surprises, you know, in these next upcoming weeks, you know. So who knows who else they're going to be signing and stuff. You know, if they sign like a Brian Danielson, that'd be pretty cool. Because I, I don't think, yeah, he's never signed with WWE. So that'd be pretty cool if, you know, he comes to Impact. No, but about the main event, I thought the main event, it was a really good match. You know, um, I, I really love the pizza cutter spot. You know, like, you know, when Nick Gage started doing that stuff there, you know, I got like, and then they started doing it on these bigger shows here. I got like, oh, man, that pizza cutter spot got me. Um, I, I love that spot there. I also like the um with the fork in the mouth when Kenny Omega's using the fork. That that was a pretty good spot. I like the pile driver through the uh through the table. That that was a really good spot that um Sam McCallahan did. Um, I mean, is this you know really hardcore match? You know the fa- you know the fans are really behind it. You know they were booing Kenny Omega a lot. Um, you know they were I like they were saying, you know, this is awesome chance a lot. You know, it, 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 was, it was an awesome match. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I feel like, you know, they're really trying to protect Kenny Omega a lot because, like, with, you know, nobody has kicked out of the one winged angel, you know? And 
I, I don't know who's going to be the first one to ever, you know, kick out because it's, that's that's going to be a big moment when that it's happens. It's funny. It's funny too because people complain about that, but then people talk about how uh, finishers should be more finishers. Hmm. You know, I, I kind of like how. Um, you know, like no one's kicked out of it because, like, like, you know, they're making that move seem, you know, really, you know, like it's a, it's a big deal and stuff. So, so I mean, I mean a that's good, a good thing. It's a good move. It's a good it, it is a good move. I, I like it. Uh, but no, it, it was a really good match. I, I enjoyed it, um, and especially you know the, the whole thumbtacks in the mouth, you know, hitting the V trigger. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it, it was good, great match, and especially um, that. The, go ahead. For the record, uh, to comment on on Casey's. Uh, horrible, horrible comment that, that he left here. <laughs> I just want to say, Casey, you don't even watch Impact. So, <laughs> no, you're not invited. Boom roasted. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, this was a really good match, especially the ending with JY. I was not expecting JY at all. I mean, you know, the whole video packages don't lean up to this show. You know, it showed bullet, you know, some bullet club stuff. But, you know, I didn't really think anything of it, and I loved being surprised. Like, there, I mean, there were a lot of surprises on this show, which was, you know, awesome to see. And then, you know, especially with the ending there, you know, like, I don't know if that was supposed to happen or if this, um, or if, you know, they did that on accident. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be excited to see what happens, you know, this week on Impact, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, let's, I know they had this match on with the, the, the pre-show, Decay, um, which, once again, well, anyway, uh, Decay won the, and I saw this. I didn't see the match, but I saw the fact that uh, Decay won the Knockouts Tag Team titles and didn't register with me what had just happened. My thing is, why give the titles back to Fire and Flavor to take them right back off of them? Just my, just my opinion on that. I like that uh, Havoc has kind of found a new tag team partner uh, with, with Rosemary. I think that's cool. I like her in Decay. That kind of gives Black Taurus and and Crazy Steve a chance to break off over here. Let's Rosemary and Havoc break off over here and kind of you know all do their own thing in a way, but still come together as a as a you know formidable faction. But why not just why not just let? Because wasn't it wasn't it was was it Jordan Grace? Why did Havoc and Nevaeh break up? No, it was Fire and Flavor, wasn't it? No, it was. Uh... Yeah, fire and flavor. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, she could kind of get her like you know revenge in a way, but I, I don't know. I, I I just I like fire and flavor too much for for that uh-huh. to happen, mm-hmm. right? I like I, I, especially since you had just taken the titles off of them, mm-hmm. you know. And I get it, it's kind of in a way the element of surprise and all that, but you know, and why have it on pre-shows? I like surprises on the show, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like you know they did the same thing for Money to Bank. You know, with having the you know Usos win, you know, on the pre-show, yeah. and you know they kind of did the same thing here. You know, they got like you know, you know, tr- let's try to get people go like, hey, you know, buy the show at the last minute. You know, you know this could this is what you know you could be seeing. I mean, it was a I, I did watch the match. It, it was an all right match, nothing too crazy. You know, I really wasn't expecting Fire and Flavor to lose, but. You know, I'm kind of happy that they did because, you know, it's nice to see Havoc and Rosemary, you know, doing something. But, you know, there's really not much knockouts tag teams. I mean, yeah, we got Havoc and Rosemary. We got Fire and Flavor. Um, we got uh, Jordan Grace and uh, who is it? Um, Jordan Grace and 
Oh, who's her partner now? Her her um, name is slipping my mind. You're uh, talking about uh, Rachel Ellering? Rachel, Rachel Ellering. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name there for a minute. And then, of course, we got Susan and Kimberly, which it's kind of interesting, the stuff that they're doing with Susan. You know, like they're trying to bring her back at Susie, Sue Young, or whatever. So it's kind of interesting what they're doing there. So who knows what happens with that. But like I said, I hope they start, you know, bring in some more tight teams. And, you know, on the Go Home show, they were talking about uh, bringing in, um, like, I heard maybe the Iconics could be coming, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. That'd be nice. That'd be really spice up the knockouts tight team division. Yeah. True. So, yeah, I mean, the more tight teams that they get could be, you know, the better. But it was a solid match, though. Nothing crazy, though. All right. Moving into uh, the Ultimate X match for the X Division Championship. Um, Trey Miguel, Rahit Raju, Petey Williams, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, the challengers going up against Josh Alexander, the X Division champion. Um, I thought this match was incredible, as most Ultimate X matches tend to be. And let's just be honest, all Ultimate X matches tend to be. Um, there were some cool spots. I, I like the little submission spot that they did. Um, a lot of people, Jim Cornette's uh, legion of fans, did not like it. Uh, and I could understand uh, because, you know, it was one of those spots where at times – would it make sense for Josh Alexander to lock an ankle lock in instead of just grabbing the title? Uh, but then again, when you think about it, shouldn't he try to weaken that one last opponent that ha- that's going to be the only fresh guy if he does try to reach for the title? Possibly. Um, but everybody's distracted at the same time. I thought it was a cool spot. I thought it looked cool. thought it was a well-executed. Um, it, it, was, it was a fun spot. And I think it makes sense to use the Ultimate X in that way since you have it there. If you're going to have a cage, you might as well use it. If you're going to have an Ultimate X structure, you might as well use it in some unique way, as you should. Um, one of the other things that I liked was Rohi Raju cracking me up in this entire match using every way besides uh, the traditional way of going to grab the title. Um, I think he used a rope at one time to try and, uh, you know, kind of tie it up over the top and, and, and you know, calm himself up. He used a, like a, <laughs> I think it was one of those freaking claws. Uh, yeah, to grab the title. He used some sort of like the little shoe hook that uh, they use at shoe stores. Uh, he, he used that to, when they have to reach something really high up. He was he was cracking me up in that one. The Canadian destroyer that Petey Williams hit uh, literally made me say Petey Williams, baby. Um, that was ridiculous. The uh, so John, so Petey Williams was trying to go for the title, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. Petey Williams was trying to go after the title. Yeah, he was on the top of the shoulders of of Josh Alexander, and Chris Bay was up there. Yeah, I thought Chris Bay. I thought Chris Bay was on top. I thought so. What I was thinking was, Petey Williams was trying to get the title. Mm-hmm. Josh Alexander put Chris Bay on his shoulders to go get Petey Williams, and then Petey Williams did. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that, okay. that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that's what that's what I was thinking. And and it was a really cool Canadian destroyer. It was ridiculous. Uh, absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. But. Great, great match. Um, I think everybody did a pretty good job of shining in this match. Um, Rohit Rashi was just hilarious. I, I miss him as uh, exhibition champion just because he's hilarious. I, I really hope they do something with him as a tag team with, with Shiro because I, I like them a lot. Um, but other than that, what was your thoughts on the uh, Josh Alexander retained, by the way? One of the most legit champions uh, of, of this era currently right now. He's freaking awesome. Um, what, what was What was your thoughts on the Ultimate X match? 
I thought this match was really good. I mean, everybody was, you know, hitting their spots in. You know, I actually really enjoyed that, you know, big submission spot, you know, that they were doing. That that was really cool. Um, I can't remember. Somebody, uh, I think it was Chris Bay, he got cuttered by somebody. <laughs> like, off the top of the, off the, um, off the, um, off the, what, what do you call it, that? The structure, uh, the stru- yeah, off the structure. That that was pretty cool. I can't remember who did it though. Oh man, it's gonna bug me the rest of the night now. I think it might have been um, TJP, maybe who did it, or is I'm mean, not TJP. Sorry, sorry. I mean uh, Trey Miguel. I think it was Trey Miguel who did it. Um, but no, that that was a really cool spot. Uh, there was uh, a really nice spot. I like. Yeah, I like the whole big Canadian destroyer, that Avalanche Canadian destroyer. That was a really good spot in the well, match. While you're while you're on that, because Casey says every Canadian's destroyer is awesome. So, Casey, do you mean like if Kenny Omega was to do a Canadian destroyer, it would be awesome because he's Canadian and he did a destroyer? Um, just curious <laughs> about that. But anyway, yeah, he he would definitely say it's awesome. Or Drake. Uh, Drake could do a Canadian destroyer. Yeah. He's Canadian. True. You know, I tell you what, only Canadians should do the Canadian story, just like only Spanish people you know, should do the Spanish fly. It's just, it's just logic right there. Uh, but uh, th- there's only ones, ones that can execute it perfectly. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the only people that can execute it perfectly. Uh, no, but this was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, and it was nice to see the X, um, the Ultimate X match back. R- really yeah. good stuff here. And I'm happy that Josh Alexander retained. You know, I really didn't mind who really was going to win this match. You know, I was rooting for uh, Trey Miguel because you know Trey Miguel has he ever been X Division champion? I think he has at one point uh, a few years mm-hmm. ago. I don't think so. Never. Well, he, they didn't. They put that title on close. him. Then you know, I thought this would have been the right moment to put the title on him. But you know, Josh Alexander, you know, he's been putting on some bangers of matches as of yep. late. I no. agree. It's a good matchup. Um, moving into Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood going up against Matt Cardona and a mystery partner who ended up being the Hotness Express, Chelsea Green, uh, which was cool. Uh, that was, it was cool to see her in Impact. And it was also like, I was surprised that she was there, but Justin wasn't as surprised. I was surprised because she had just debuted on Ring of Honor in – like last week, like last week at uh, yeah, it was last Sunday, right? uh-huh. yeah. So, so like I was like surprised, you know, that, that that she was there, but I thought that was cool. That's probably where the Ring of Honor thing came in because she had just I don't know if she had signed or if that was a one one event thing or what. Because she's gonna be in the women's tur- she's gonna be in the women's tournament um, for um, at Ring of Honor. Um, but you know, I really wasn't surprised with this like her coming in because I know you know their their feet. Uh, fiance, like they're they're engaged, right? Yeah, or, yeah, they're engaged. So, like, you know, th- that was the only person who I thought of it being, you know, and she was Impact um a few years ago and stuff. So, like, like you know, this was the only person that I thought it could be. And, and when I was doing my predictions, like, like yeah, it's gonna be Chelsea Green. Yeah, and I mean, this was a this was a fun match. Um, and I like how Chelsea Green and Matt Cardin they had like matching gear. I, yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that team, but what was your thoughts yeah. on this match? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was a fun match. I, I like Matt Cardona and Brian Myers going at it. It's always fun. Chelsea Green and Tennille Dashwood can always be, you know, fun too. They are just milking out, uh, giving Tennille the, the title. I'm just saying, but um, but good match. Fun, you know, definitely, definitely a, a, a fun match. Um, 
like to see what they do with Cardona and Green later on down the road. That's mm-hmm. just kind of – I don't have many thoughts on, on the match, but I, I definitely thought it was good. What was your thoughts? I thought it was a, a solid match. I um, mean, you know, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, they always have great chemistry in the ring together. And, of course, you know, they're going back to their days at WWE, you know, being mentored by Edge and stuff. And we even saw a spear that Matt Cardona did in the match. So I, that was nice. And they kind of, like, made a reference, you know, to their former mentor, Edge. Um, I even I like the spot when um, Tendale Dashwood she tried going you know tried doing that little low blow on the ding ding, but it did it didn't work because you know uh, Matt Cardoni he was smart and had a cup on, so he t- he took out the cup and he kind of like did like a gas mask to um, um, Brian Myers there I, I thought that was cool. Um, we even saw like a little intergender stuff going going down in this you know we saw kind of. Um, Chelsea and Matt Cardona mixed it up a little. Not Matt. No, Chelsea and Brian Myers mixed it up a little bit. But no, this was a solid match. Um, the right team went over here. I, I don't really have anything bad to say about this match. It was good. Okay. Moving into W. Morrissey. I always want to say William. W. Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards. Um, w. Morrissey won as he should uh, as they're trying to keep him strong as they continue to, to work with him. I I think I definitely think he he looks good. He looks vicious. He looks like, you know, he can he he's kind of a world beater right now, which I think is good. Beating a former form world champion at Edwards and a pretty relatively recent world champion at Edwards. Hey, keep please back. Um, beating a, you know, recently being world champion in, in Eddie Edwards, I think is good too. So, I, I, I that's a good win for him. Um, I, I like him so far. You know, he's 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 doing good so far. I, I kind of wish they would have kept him in violent by design. Uh, just just because, you know, kind of let him continue to grow off of, you know, EY and, and, and all those guys and even Joe Doring and guys like that. You know, some of those, you know, I mean, he's a veteran, but, you know, always always more you can learn from guys older. So uh, what was your thoughts on W. Morrissey's victory over Eddie Edwards? Edward, Edward Edwards. As yeah, I thought this was, uh, it's, this was a solid match. Y- you know... I tell you what, um, W. Morrissey or you know Big Gas, he reminds me of like a little bit of Test and Edge. I don't know, like, uh, yeah, he looks like a cross between them. Did you do? Do you get that a little bit? A little bit. I can like, see. Like, see that. A little, a little bit of Test and Edge there. But no, W. Morrissey, he's in like he looks like he's like in the best shape of his life. I think and he is. Though, yeah, he is. You know. And that that usually happens once um somebody leaves a certain company. Um, got comment here. Oh, I think I clicked it off. Yeah, there we go. He did click it off. It says I knew uh, Joe Doring was a big dude, but his size is deceit. Oh yeah, yeah. I had no clue he was uh, taller than than Luke Gallows. Really, I, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Doring does have a. Kind of sneaky size in a way. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah, and I kind of you know don't really know still too much stuff about Joe Doring. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of like that still unknown guy, which I kind of like that out of Violent by Design. But uh, no, this match was really good here with W. Morrissey and Eddie Edwards. Um, I mean, it was kind of it felt like a little squash match a little bit. I mean, Eddie Edwards did get in some offense, but. It was very, you know, kind of quick match here. I mean, it wasn't like too well, there much. Was so many, there was a lot of matches on this card, really. Yeah, there was. 
True. Yeah. Andre agrees. He sees testing more CT. Yeah. Um, Finjuice versus Madman Fulton and Shira. What? And maybe I'm just haven't been watching enough. Why is Shira and Madman Fulton a tag team at this moment in time? Well, this match this got thrown together at the last minute because this this was it looked like it. Yeah, this I think they were just going okay. Yeah, we need a you know extra match on here, which I didn't think they needed an extra match to be honest. Um, you know, it, they're having this whole thing because, like, all the heels from the X Division match, because, you know, they weren't able to be, like, the managers, like, so Shira and Mammoth weren't able to be ringside for this match or for, you know, for the Ultimate X match. So, the, you know, they were upset with Scott Demore. So they got, like, oh, you know what, let's just put them in a tight team match. And, you know, they were kind of, you know, bickering back and forth with each other. And cause, so, like, all the heels, you know, they were all, you know, kind of teaming up, you know, on the weeks leading up to Slammiversary. So, it was, like, Rohit and Shira, and it was Man Man Fulton and Ace Austin, and oh, who else was a part of that? Um, like Chris Bay. Well, Chris Bay, you know, he sided with the faces at first. And it looks like we had, a, you know, a baby face turn with Chris Bay, but, you know, he, he swerved us all. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this match was just random. I, I didn't. I didn't care. This is one of the matches I didn't really care about. Right. Like to be honest, it was very quick, and I feel like it was like you know to take some time up. You know. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I didn't think. I think I missed uh, this match. Well, I was about to say it couldn't have been that long because I literally like <laughs> I literally looked up. And I was like, what is Sheer and Madman Fulton doing together? And I turned around because I was fixing a pizza that night. I turned around and then I looked back and it was on it like uh who was it? Chris Saban and Moose were already on. And I was like, What? I was like, was that like a, I thought it was like a impact promo or something. They were like doing like a promo or like it was from the previous impact they were building up to something. I was like, what is going on? And I just yeah, I don't think the fans that. were I don't think the fans were too behind it either. The fans <laughs> didn't the fans didn't have to care about this match. Goodness. Um, <laughs> Moose versus Chris Saban. It was it was a good match. I I, I watched uh, I didn't get to watch all of this match, but I watched some of it, and it, it was a good match. I just don't understand why they're burying Moose at this point. I mean, I mean, they're not really technically. I mean, yeah, they made him lose, which I I don't know that, why. I, mean, they made I wouldn't him say burying him, but they're like. They're not helping themselves right now. <laughs> no, they're, they're they're definitely not. You know, I, I thought this match was all right between Moose and Chris Saban. Uh, I like got it. to win the WWE title. It's Keith Lee on Raw. Yeah, he, uh, Lashley did an open challenge, a world title open challenge, and Keith Lee, who looks smaller than he did before, uh, looks like he's. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, the match just started, but he's probably gonna mm. win. Hmm. Uh, but no, this this match was uh pretty good here. I I like the different like contrast contrasting of styles between you know both these guys. You know, uh, Chris Saban, he you know it, it felt like a really slow match to be honest. And you know that's how Moose likes to do a lot of his matches. You know, he doesn't like to please the fans and stuff. This is what pain feels like. He's what what does what does he also say? He says he's the not the most professional wrestler. He says he's a wrestling god. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a wrestling god. You know, I would love to see JBL and Moose go, get get it on. <laughs> see who the real wrestling god is. No, but wrestling gods. 
Like this was really a hard hitting match. I, I like the spot when um Chris Saban, he was getting chopped on the chest on the outside of the ring and like he was telling Moose was telling the fans to shut up and and all of that. I, I like that. That was pretty cool. And then he looks like he was gonna do it again, but like he just played the fans and like he just, you know, flipped them all off. So I, I thought that was pretty cool there. Um and I also like when um Chris Saban, he was getting, you know, slinged around on, he got powerbombed, like, powerbombed on the apron. That was a nice spot. Um, I also like when Moose does that, like, uh, moonsault, like, into that fallaway slam off yeah. the top rope. That That's a really good spot. Um, but I, I didn't understand why they made Moose lose. I mean, lose to, and DJ loves them roll-up finishes. He he loves them, them, them fruit roll-up finishes. I'll give, I'll give him a pass because of the roll-up finish. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of understand, you know, this this is a way to keep Moose strong still, but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like they could be doing a lot better stuff with Moose. He should be Impact World Champion by now, which should have beat Kenny. Should have should have beat Kenny against all odds, but yeah, you know, I think maybe they can give it. Maybe he can win the title at Bound for Glory. I'm hoping. Um, but no, it, it was it was just a solid match. I, I mean, technically, he's had a world title. Technically, because they actually did make it a real championship, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next, we had the four way tag team title match. It was uh, Falaba and Willie Mack. No. Follow by uh, no tripping. Follow by no way, Jose. Uh, that that was that was cool, a cool little debut. Um, I was like, why is Follow by and Willie McIntyre anyway? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Follow by no way, Jose, which was a cool little uh, debut. Rich Swan and Willie Mack, followed by Design, uh, consisting of Joe Doring and Rhino, and then you also had uh, the Good Brothers uh, in, in this match too. I was really surprised that the Good Brothers won this match. Um, because Violent by Design just won the titles, so I was kind of a little bit, you know, surprised that this is how that how that went. Um, hmm, that, that was that was a little surprising because, I mean, I thought Violent by Design would probably retain out of the the tag teams that are here. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect no way and Violent by to win the titles because, no, um, Rich and Willie Mack are just like friends who tag sometimes. So I didn't expect that either. So I thought it would be between Violent by Design and the Good Brothers. But I felt like since Violent by Design had just won, you know, that's that's how the match would go. But whatever, I guess. Uh, the Good Brothers retained, you know, and I think they're kind of trying to go with the aesthetic of Kenny and the Good Brothers together with titles uh, too, which is, you know, always, uh, you know, always gives a faction – some, and of course, that you know, have the whole bloodline, you know, them as holding all the championships, you know, the yeah. tag team championships, and you know, Roman holding the Universal Championship. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the the match was good. It was it was, it was a pretty pretty crazy match, uh, but you know, it, it was it, it was a good match. It it it, it definitely, you know, a, a good tag team title match. Good Brothers retain. Uh, retain. Good Brothers become the new uh, Impact Tag Team Champions again. So, you know. Good match. What, what's your thoughts? You know, you know. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feels like they always do these like multi man tight team matches at all of these big pay per views because I feel like they did it mm-hmm. at Bound for Glory last year, and then I feel like they did it at Slamover. I think 
I think they did that some anniversary last year. So I feel like they do it at every single pay per view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I I feel that. I mean, WWE doesn't do it too I, too much. I feel that because it's either like you're gonna get one multi tag team tag team match, mm-hmm. and you're definitely gonna get a multi man exhibition championship match. Definitely, like it's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it always you know the big pay per views that always happens, but. You know, this some crazy spots were happening in this match. Um, you know, I was kind of surprised No Way Jose, you know, showed up here. Like, I, I would that was a person who I was not expecting to show up. So, is, is he signed with Impact? You know, possibly, I, I have no idea. But, you know, that was cool to see him. I mean, but they were kind of hinting, like, they were say, saying, like, the commentary team, like, on the Impact, you know, on the Go Home show, they were talking about, like, something about No Way Jose or, like, something like that. So I go like that. That's pretty interesting to see. No way Jose show up. Um, you know, and I'm kind of not surprised that the good. I'm not surprised that the good brothers retained. I mean, not retained. They you know retained the titles there, which you know it, it was all right. Um, you know, eventually I want to see Rich Swan and Willie Mack get the titles because you know, I feel like they would be they would be pretty good tag team champions. But yeah, it, it was a good match nonetheless. Less than none, as Casey would say. <laughs> Yeah. Um, give your thoughts on Deanna Peraza versus Thunder Rosa. Wait, K- Casey is a he's a Mark, he's a Mark Calloway. He's a Mark Calloway. Yeah, and he's a Mark Calloway fan. I, I agree with that. <laughs> um, no, you know I was really surprised. <laughs> Even Canadian destroyers suck. Whoa, whoa, man, whoa, Adam, keep your pen to yourself. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, Adam, but no, Adam, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah, you're entitled it's to fine. your wrong opinion. No, but this Thunder Rosa and Diana Perazzo, you know, I was kind of, I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to be Thunder Rosa. That 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 was pretty cool. You know, she's probably one of the best uh, women's. You know that you know it's been on AEW. And, you know, that's been in NWA. So I, I love what Thunder Rose has been doing. You know, I was kind of expecting something to be expected to be Mickey James, which, you know, she actually did show up on the show. Uh, but no, like, these are two, like, of the best women's wrestlers, you know, that are going right now. Like, very technical match. Um, you know, very, these both women respected each other very well in this match. It, it was a good match. And I'm happy that Diana Perazzo retained. Um, she was retained by the, uh, it was her, like, kind of like that pile driver. What's, what's her Fisher called again? The, um, uh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah, that's, that's what it's called. The, the Queen's Gambit. She retained by that. Um, but no, this was like a, you know, very even match and stuff. And the fans, you know, they were, they were marking the hell out when Thunder Rosa came out. Oh, goodness. All right. Yeah. Uh, for my raw people, uh, if you don't want a spoiler, I'm about to tell you. Uh, so if you don't want to spoil it, I'm giving you five seconds to 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 uh, to get out. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, Keith Lee is not the new world champion, but guess who just came up to confront Bobby Lashley? Brock Lesnar. No, close. Um, He's beaten Brock Lesnar. Goldberg. It's Goldberg. 
So here we go. You know, you know they're pulling out all the you know stops oh, here. You know, the stops for SummerSlam. All the stops for SummerSlam. <laughs> Dang it! I missed my chance to say Goldberg. Goldberg. I mean, you're you're gonna have plenty of time to chant that. You're gonna have plenty of time. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the entrance. Anyway, um, so we'll talk more about that at some other other time. That isn't this one. Um. <laughs> My thoughts on the uh, last match we'll talk about on this show because we started off with the main event of the evening. Good match. Uh, Deanna Prazo uh, is is amazing. Um, I, I thought Tessa was good. I wish she was. Uh, I, I thought Tessa, Tessa was good and like she was like impressing me. But like I feel like Deanna Prazo was like picking up where she left off in a way because Deanna Prazo is doing a lot of the same, you know, the same things uh, that Tessa was doing. And, and I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. Like, I, I love Deanna Prazo. I think she's great. Last, she's finally kind of getting her chance. Good to see Th- Thunder Rosa because she always puts on good matches too. Um, she's always fun to watch. She's always, you know, uh, she's a former M- NWA Women's Champion, so she has some credibility too. Um, so definitely, I mean, you know, I mean, this was what this was open challenge, right? Like it? Well, or it was it, just against a mystery opponent, right? Yeah, it was just against a mystery opponent. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I've been wanting this, you know, ever since you know they said, "Oh, the forbidden door is open." You know, I've been wanting mm-hmm. like Deanna Perazzo to go show up in AEW, which you know, that's what I kind of want more of. You know, some more of these Impact wrestlers to go over to AEW, you know, kind of get on a bigger, bigger stage here and stuff. You know, which you know maybe we might get that more. Like, what well, you know, just have to wait and see. <laughs> Probably not. <Right>. Though. <laughs> I mean. Oh. Try to have an open mind here. You know, try to be, <laughs> try to be but, hopeful here. But uh, do you have any final thoughts on the uh, topic at hand? Well, I thought I thought it was a good match. You know, I'm happy. And you want to talk about the Mickey James coming in? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that yeah that that was I forgot I forgot about that thing. That yeah that 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 was cool. Yeah that 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 was. I don't know what they're gonna do with Mickey James. Will they go one more run? Maybe. It's, I mean. They they could I think they would give her one more run. Is she in the Hall of Fame in the Impact Hall of Fame? I don't think so. I don't remember. I really don't remember. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, but, with the you know few amount of people that they do have. Yeah, but it, but it, it is cool that, because you that, know because they are trying to promote that that end up they're trying to promote that big NWA show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she is like yeah she's a part of NWA. Um, cause they're going to have this all women's pay-per-view at like sometime in, at the end of August, it's going to be in power. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then, so yeah, I think that, yeah, Deanna, she wants Deanna Perrazzo to be a part of that. And of course, you know, Deanna Perrazzo being the heel she is, she goes like, you know what, this is my moment and all that. And, you know, they kind of brawled and stuff. She got kicked in the, um, Deanna Perrazzo got kicked in the face by Mickey James. And, you know, that was pretty cool to see her back. And they were kind of hinting at, you know, Mickey James, you know, she could be come back, you know, because Scott DeMarco was like, this is, you know, we're in Nashville, so this could be hardcore country. So, you know, a lot of puns, a lot, a lot of puns on the show. That. I'm not going to talk about that comment. I'm not going to talk about that comment. We have a video coming up about that. I'm not going to talk about that comment. Anyway, we got a video coming up. Probably going to be released later on this week about that. Oh. Um, uh, my final thoughts. Good show. Good, good way to start my weekend. Middle, middle my weekend. We never middle anything. Uh, you know, good, good way to middle my weekend. You know, but uh, 
other than that, I mean, I'm excited to see what Impact does. I, I want to start back watching Impact on a weekly basis. I don't have access TV anymore, so that's sad. But hey, you got you got Twitch. Got though. Switch. I always got Switch though. I always got Switch. But you know that that that'll be fun. Um, you know, I'm gonna try to you know watch watch Impact a little bit more often, hopefully. But nonetheless, and you also um, got Impact Plus because they up on right away, like right after a show goes off true. the air. Sure. I forget about that. I forget about that. Um, but anyway, until next time, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. Like always, uh, this was our Sunversary 2021 review. Uh, some other things we got coming uh, at you um, on the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast will be uh, we're going to do a discussion on the Women's Revolution uh, coming up very, very soon. It'll be released sometime later on this week. Also, um, we'll probably talk about uh, Slimeversary. We, we, we just did. We'll probably talk about. Yeah, we're talking about Slimeversary again. Um, <laughs> we, we'll probably talk about Money in the Bank at some point this week as well. So, uh, just, or it, uh, at worst, it'll be uh, over the weekend at some point. So, uh, you know, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, as always, definitely hope you guys enjoy the video. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a like, share the video, share the podcast, share the audio, whatever you're watching, listening to, whatever. Oh, TikTok. Follow the TikTok as well. And until next time. Snapple an- ankle. <laughs> Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You can listen to us. Take us on the go. Take us to work with you. Take us to work with you. Take us to work with you. But anyway, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. As always, this has been the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, and Justin means always, and Adam in the comments means always, and Andre in the comments means always, and Casey in the comments means always. I didn't mean to put that one up. And the Instant Classic Wrestling po- Oh, never mind. Anyway, and Malik in the comments means always. And, Instant Classic. and Juggernaut means always. Sometimes.